don't know where I'm going. Only God knows where I've been. I'm a devil on the run, a six-gun lover, a candle in the wind. Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. The actual play podcast of quoting Bon Jovi lyrics, <laughs> low dice rolls and intermediate levels of terrible puns. I'm your host and GM, Ben Moxon, laying down in a bed of roses today, just as close as the Holy Ghost is. <laughs> <laughs> What's a six-gun lover? Dude that really likes guns. <laughs> really likes a specific number of guns. And all seven, too much, mate. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, he's, he's got, got six, six guns. guns. Look, it's a kink. Don't kink shame the six-gun man. Yeah. <laughs> Five, not enough. Seven, just almost. I'm a six gun man. Too many. Yeah. <laughs> Shot through the heart, and he's to blame. It's Pete. Uh, I've been walking in the footsteps of society's lies. I don't like what I see no more. Sometimes <laughs> I wish I was blind. Why do you need to uh, It's me, lyrics? Pete. Character I play uh, Adam Eaglank, the gunslinger. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do I do? Um... <laughs> it's tough. So tough. It's Gwyn. Uh, my name is Gwyn W. Teague, and I play uh, Percival Cleft. Never saying goodbye, it's Ali. Hi, I'm Ali C. Hancock, and I'm halfway there. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Living out of prayer. He's a cowboy on a steel horse he rides. It's Stu. Hi, I'm Stuart G. Heading. And I used to work on the docks. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, though, the union has just not been keen to turn up to work. <laughs> I'm all for that, quite frankly. When last we saw our heroes, they had made their way out of the catacombs beneath Arushar and quickly made their way to the understated and generally <laughs> unlike other buildings, Bard's Retreat. Owned by Tristan Wilde, nine stories high, with a statue of Tristan Wilde urinating over the citizens of Arishar at the top. That may or may not be connected to the outlets from the urinals, which are ridiculously far away from everything else. The building's covered in gold for some reason. That reason was alcohol. That's the problem there. (laughs) Much food. As far as we know, it's gentrifying the area, but the more I think about it, the more I think it might be actually low- lowering house prices significantly. <laughs> it's the foot traffic. Mm, what's that smell? Oh, glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Our heroes resolved to form a cult, and to begin that process, they have gone in search of the location of the dragon beneath Ramney Lan. At this point, Our heroes separated. Percy, Adam and Enigma went to visit Saffron, the scholarly sister of the Princess Jasmine, whoever that is. (laughs) Anyone. (laughs) Or wherever that is. University (laughs) over on the east side of the town. Yes, I did have to think some time about which side that was. (laughs) Meanwhile, Tristan went to visit his old friend the dandy the team scholarship found that it's likely that the part of the tide of light that took place here actually took place at asterope's first temple out on the rocks to the north of the city this is the geomantic heart of the area and they believe that's where it's most likely they will find some avenue to the dragon below Tristan learnt various things mm. from talking to the dandy, which he may or may not choose to share with his companions. So you might have agreed to meet up at the Antikythera or something. That can't make sense. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because that's still going on, still a real place. I would imagine, given the amount of time that Tristan spent hanging out, playing music with his old yeah. friend, that he probably is going to arrive a little after. So I dare say you were at the Antikythera before him. And to look back on what that is for the listener, it's like a big old-fashioned astrolabe, about three metres across maybe. But imagine that astrolabe is now whirling extremely fast so that everything on it is more or less a blur. It's quite loud. (laughs) I was going to say... 
Why do you think if we don't know what a bloody... I've forgotten the word. Astrolabe? <laughs> no, the antikythera. Let me clarify what an antikythera yeah. is. Yeah. Just in case you don't know what an antikythera is, think of an astrolabe. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine concentric discs to represent the positions of the yeah. planet in the solar system. Like lots of sundials that are spinning around within each other. So anyway, imagine this large, complex device of metal hoops all spinning through and round each other at great speed. Once you're close to it, it's loud and it's giving off quite a lot of heat just with the power of its movement. <laughs> Aren't we all? I don't know. I don't know how hot or otherwise you're looking. And you have this view out across the city. It's a warm afternoon. The sun is shining. There's a few other people kind of stood around gawking at it. It's apparently a bit of a tourist attraction now. And so... Are there no signs or anything saying what it is? Or is it literally just there and nobody knows what it is? There's a sign is? that says it's the Antikythera. Oh, great. It says, like, this is the famous Antikythera created by ancient artists in the distant past. No one really knows what it was for. Yeah, it's still subject of scholarly discussion. So, yeah, you'll buy this whirring device as Tristan appears up the stairs, probably looking like he's just climbed a lot of stairs. Hey, it's you guys! <laughs> you look like you've climbed and a lot of stairs. I have, <laughs> and I just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> What's this crazy spinning mass? Let me go and read that plaque. <laughs> We've seen it before. Can't believe you can't remember something we saw like six months ago. So what did you get up to in our absence, uh, Tristan? Uh, I went to see the dandy and it turns out he's been inadvertently powering up Banbury, so that was great. I've, uh, I nipped that in the bud pretty quick though. What? How? What? Yeah, How was he doing that? Because they're all, all these, everyone thinks he's a hero. Because he's stopped Bambry. the war. Everyone, yeah, well, the Drake. Oh, yeah, well, no one nearby, so they don't know Drake's real name. No real life names. <laughs> yeah, they're all. He's banging on about him stopping the war and everyone thinks it's all dandy now. Huh? 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 I glance at Enigma and the GM. <laughs> the GM shakes but his they... head slowly. God, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They're supporting the Drake. We'll find out the general vibe around here. I guess as I was walking back, um, Ben, I'd like to sort of eavesdrop and just say <coughs> Drake and see if people are like oh brilliant the, the Drake <laughs> just to sort of get uh, a vibe to see what people yeah, are I, I, th I don't think there's anything you get that contradicts the Drake is shit <laughs> yeah Tristan shows up with two black eyes <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think you get anything that contradicts the impression you got from talking with the dandy that as far as people here are concerned they were losing a war, and then the Drake came and chased away their enemies. Yeah, there you go. And so from their point of view, the war is over now, thanks to the Drake. Yeah. And it's time to rebuild, and life is going to keep getting better from here on out. Yeah, the glory times are here to stay, by all accounts. Um, and I don't, he wasn't... Well, that's good to know. Yeah, he wasn't doing it deliberately, but, you know, he's been singing songs about the mighty Drake and I took a little bit of Matrix vision and, yeah, well, I think he's been powering up the Drake, so... And uh, little Ambie popped in to say hello in the guitar. Didn't really stick around, though. Just gave me kind of a little wink and a nod and off he went. That's fine. That's disturbing. Yeah, he didn't didn't say anything, didn't mention... The, oh, I didn't really get a talk, meant chance to talk to him, really, but... When I mean, you say that like you did... Oh, no, I actually didn't this time. Okay. Last time he was lying. Oh, yeah, last time that was a lie. <laughs> this time is the truth. But, but doesn't that mean he knows where we are? I don't know. He knew where my guitar was. And he, you know, when you when you look out a window, do you necessarily know where you are? No. I'd take uh, Tristan's oh. guitar and throw it in the sea. <laughs> like, yeah, my precious guitar. Problem solved. <laughs> oh, I've just remembered the big thing. <laughs> hey, so... Uh, I... Just gonna glop. Why is there always a big thing? Because I <laughs> you forget as well. It's a big yeah, thing. But this you big remember thing wasn't three my episodes fault. later. Yeah, this wasn't my fault because I was just assessing the little pings in the world. You know, I got news. some bad news and it wasn't my fault this time. There's a third one coming. You know, the malformed feasants. He, he We knew about him. We knew about Amphorax. There's a third one come back into the world as well. 
So that's good. Oh, I'm glad I remembered that. Third one. Uh, well, how's he come back? What, do you know which one? I don't think I was told. I'll, I'll find out. I'll have a little... Um... Do you remember what else you made contact with? I... Oh, I do. I sort of made contact with Banbury. <gasps> well, at least I sort of saw through his eyes, didn't I? Yeah. I basically... This might actually tie in with your Chaos Cult, Adam. I I can't remember how, but I basically... I connected with him and I, I could see... I was, I, I was soaring through the air on these grubby little potato sack wings. And the ground kind of looked a little bit like Inception where the buildings were all turning in on themselves and well, like, have you seen Doctor Strange Adam? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a bit like that. The land was kind of falling away and the buildings were staying in place and I got the vibe that it was actually something I was seeing not a suggestion of something I was not like a visual representation of a feeling something nuts oh way to the east crazy far to the east where one of the, um, I think, I assume that's where that one of the other dragons was. So Yeah, so two things. That happened when you were interrupting the dandy accidentally giving power to the drake. Yeah. So when you tried to interrupt it, you ended up getting, following that tunnel through. Oh, I rolled a shit dice roll, I remember. Yeah, and the other thing was you got a strong feeling that the world was unravelling mm. behind him. Yeah, so not ideal. But I guess that does sort of tie into what you've been experiencing, Adam, in your time. And yeah, the third ping. So a surge of unraveling. Could that be something <laughs> to do with the unravelor? That's, that's one of the the fae. It's the only other name I've written down in my notes. Oh, what does what was that name? This. Surge of Unraveling. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, I, I mean, if it. Well, I've written all of their titles down, but what? Now they've got another name. Yeah, if it's not that one, I'd be extremely surprised. No, it, it actually is not that one. That's that is Saganak, Saganak. who was well, destroyed. We're gonna jump to IC conclusions. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, and you're welcome to, but you also know that one oh, okay. of them was destroyed, and it's that one. Can I check? The Calix Journal. You can check the books, of course. You need me to spout lore, or...? I think you have the names of the others, and I think of those names, the name that sticks in your mind is Horro, which is also known as the Ruin of Mountains. Ah. Ruin that mountain. <laughs> Smashed its caldera. Okay. It does, doesn't sound as much like the sky fever, or the madness of crowds, no. or the parching breath. Uh, so yeah, I think that's all that I learned. Learned, nothing else. <laughs> Why are you leaning up against something and flipping a coin? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say I recognise that look. What have you been up to? <laughs> yeah. I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you got off with the dandy. Dandy took my uh, advice to um. carry on our good work, quite literally. <laughs> but yeah, the fight's been going well. Um, he actually went down. He's been doing fighting, so I was impressed. He's made quite a name for himself. Why are you being nice about him? Because uh, I feel like, you know, the last time I met him before this, we left on somewhat good terms. And as much as my gut says to hate him, he's actually stepped up and is actually being quite helpful and he might be a worthy ally when the drake turns up. <laughs> I, I, I explained to him that it's not as the drake's not a good dude, but I can see where they're coming from. Yeah, it's because it's a massive drake. Oh yeah, there he is on the horizon. <laughs> um, see the burning and carnage? Yeah, that's it. That I, way. I explained the burning and the carnage side of things. But, but it's good burning and carnage. One man's villain is another man's hero. Is this the thing though, right? Isn't the Drake going to turn up at the meeting or what, the council or whatever and rep be representative of fire? Is that... I guess. Mm -hmm. You don't know. That's it. We don't really know. You've conjectured that for sure. Yeah. He, so we he was the Flame Eternal, we assume. Or was he drawing power from the Flame Eternal, did it turn out? He was drawing power from it. Yeah, there we go. It'll turn out he's that eternal candle. Yeah, should have kept <laughs> it. All along. <laughs> little brat. 
took our piece of evidence. Um, so that's it. That's all I've... What did you guys find out? Antikythera. Ah! Uh, <laughs> three metres in diameter. Oh, yeah. It's got a lot of circles. It's going really fast. If you had to describe it to me as something similar that I would understand, what would you describe <laughs> it's it as? quite like a seal. <laughs> I, was say, I also don't remember the word Ben said. <laughs> astrolabe. Oh yeah, uh, an astrolabe. The thing you use for turning the astro on. Yeah, yeah, you tighten them up and then you file them down. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's how they shape stars. So yeah, this thing's burning, this thing's spinning pretty fast. Yep. Yeah, it looks good. Any more thoughts just like jam a stick in there or something? <laughs> harness that energy. <gasps> yeah. Or harness the energy. Yeah, not not jam a stick in, no. Well, at the moment, it's a tourist trap, so it's doing some work. <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone's thought to jam a stick in. I mean, let's get a stick. Uh, have, have a go. Can I? <laughs> I'm gonna go. Ben, I mean, are there any sticks on the floor? Not saying you can't. <laughs> You're not in the forest. Oh, okay. But I I imagine you could like manifest your guitar or something. You know. Uh, I'm just gonna pick a little stone off and flick it <laughs> at the astrolabe. Oh, duck! <laughs> Ow! <laughs> okay, give me a defy danger on dexterity. That's fine. This is not going to go wrong. I mean, if it prangs back and hits me, then that's a bloody unlucky. I'm rolling, don't you worry. Is it? No, uh, uh, let's not pretend it's going to hit you. <laughs> yeah, of course it will. Ooh, partial success. An intermediate success. Yeah. It, see, Tristan, it doesn't hit you. I will I will lose one ammo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Tristan throws a stone and it is immediately hit and just wings off at great speed and breaks a window oh. in uh, the main it. government building <laughs> over one side. <laughs> this is why you should always put a sign up. No throwing stones. Or have spare sticks. <laughs> After a moment, you see some people come running out of the building and like looking up at what, what just hit them. I'm going to start looking around going, what the heck was that? I think next to it, there should be like a little bucket. Like, you know when you have umbrellas and that? Yeah. At, like yeah. doors of places where people collect lost umbrellas or something, but full of sticks. Because everyone's going to want to jam a stick into sticks it. Sticks and stones. It's their own fault. In, they asked for that stone in their window. In, in hindsight, I, f I feel like that might have been quite predictable. I mean, in hindsight, I, I think know. that was on you, boss. <laughs> How is it on me? You when did you do things but ask for, for permission first, they become my problem. I asked you for permission, you said yes. That's, that is off water <laughs> off my back, friend. I'm not sure that's how it works, my friend. Water off your back? Are you a duck or a drake? Well, get it? Because oh, of the stones I'm throwing? Oh. <laughs> Anyway, what was the what's what are we even doing here? Yeah. So anyway, we went and met uh, Princess Saffron, who's uh, Jasmine's sister, and I point at Enigma. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> and I look slightly the other way, like I I hadn't seen she was. Where's that, where is she then? Uh, and she told us that. Is, am I right in thinking that? We're trying to find the dragon Ramnilan. You're looking for the dragon Ramnilan, yeah. And we think that there might be a way down underneath the temple tower, the lighthouse temple. Underneath the lighthouse temple, which is the one yeah. that I'm pinging on the map right it's now. It's geomantically regular. Remember when we had to unclog the canals here and all those bodies, and that was a long time ago. Mm. Just yep. over a year ago. Just over a year ago. Feels like five. <laughs> so do we know how to get there? Do we need a... Uh, yeah, there's actually like a stairway down behind you. There's like a, a kind of... Because this is a temple that's in quite regular use. So you can get by, down to it quite easily. If we time it right and jump into the machine, <laughs> it'll just wing us straight there. Yeah! <laughs> now that's harnessing power. Yeah. That is harnessing power. What if we got some string and saw if it got like really knotted up in the mechanism? Exactly. What's powering this mechanism, Percy? No. Uh, some dreams, nice. I think. Love. Friendship. You know, <laughs> all the greats. The usual. I'll flick another gold <laughs> coin into the together. Gold, gold. <laughs> it's not a wishing well. It's not. <laughs> 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 yeah, the gold coin 
flies over somehow goes through the same window <laughs> that you previously broke. We've learned Sorry something about the, about the Antikythera lads. Yeah. <laughs> and the two people who are looking at it, up at it turn over and start coming over towards you. Uh, leg, I'm just going to start running down the stairs. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that, Adam. <laughs> run. <laughs> I run after him. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, it. Great, our heroes. Uh, Heroes go charging away from the Antikythera like a bunch of renegade teens. It's spitting out yeah. coins, lads, run! <laughs> I think there was nothing more we can gain because it's going so blooming fast. Oh, actually... You certainly can't read anything on it. I was. Go I suppose I should just have a little look, a little Matrix vision look at it as I'm running backwards. As I'm running, running backwards down the stairs. <laughs> running backwards down some stairs. Because <laughs> yeah, I want to see what's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> give, give me a Defy Danger on Dexterity. Oh, God, come on. <laughs> I mean, I've just rolled close to good, so this is definitely stacking. <laughs> close to good. <laughs> no way! I'm dexterously skipping backwards down the stairs. Whoa. He's sliding down the, um, the railings. Oh, yeah, I've jumped uh, up. Yeah. The bottom, you'll get, like, the railings, just really hot. backwards down. He's just vanishing down it like Tony Hawk's. Um, with his so, fridge <laughs> that's right what you see in Matrix Vision is firstly it seems like it's rising up but they, then you realise that's just you going down the stairs <laughs> what you see is like spiralling tendrils of the harmony from all different directions winding into it you can't see them coming out you see them coming in does it sort of put me in the mind of when we were drawing in the curse that sort of not that there's a curse being drawn in but yeah it's not the same but it's a little like it's that kind of reaching for threads from different places what does it seem to be doing when it's with it what is it doing with the threads you think that's what's making it move you think that's how it's spinning so fast i'll relay this to percy and ask if he thinks i should leave it or if i should just try and do a little bit of tweaking mm. i don't know yeah, um, see if we can see what they in. taste like. I'm going to, as close as I can, stick my tongue in the antikythera. <laughs> Poing, my tongue goes flying through a window. <laughs> yeah, it goes, goes smashing through the same window somehow. <laughs> or it just gets pulled out and wraps around. <laughs> Comedy style. <laughs> <laughs> what is it you can see, Tristan? Uh, it's like the threads of the harmony have basically been wrapped up. And it looks like that's what's powering. Just repeat. just what Ben said, man. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't listening. It's almost like water from different streams all coming together it's into one place. Uh, being it seems to be powering in. it. And what did you say was happening? What it was doing? So is it like intensifying it in the middle into like a, a ball of energy or something? Yeah, basically it's turning this, this harmony into motion. Well, I mean, we've... We are supposing that there will be some kind of council or confluence of events. I, I guess that it, it might suggest that that is going to be here by the time we sort of, by the time it wraps all of these fundamental elements of the world Ooh. around it and into one place. Then uh, there would be you know, some kind of little point that everything joins. I, I I love that you're doing this while you're running down these stairs. <laughs> you're like, God, cheese it. Yeah, backwards chatting. <laughs> doom, doom, doom. Do we think it's going to be on this plane? It's not like these people are going to actually turn up to our show and have a chat. Like, how do we know? Do we know how we're going to get there yet? Um, no idea. I mean, if if we're speculating that this is dragging in threads of like, different elements of reality, then maybe we might suppose that there's going to be some sort of rift. We'll be dragged in. Or in, in the same way that we travel to the land of the dead. You know, that seems to be a, oh, that's yeah. a plane outside of our normal sort of material place. When we were talking to the, um, not the tumbler, but the faceless, the faceless knight, he seemed, or it maybe it actually was the tumbler, that they knew that that's what we were going to try and do. And it seemed to suggest that we did have a seat at the table and they were trying to stop us turning up to that seat. Mm. So maybe we do have a seat? don't really know why or how is that not what we negotiated that's with... it i might be forgetting okay uh, at the tide of light yeah I, I... that was it i was in hell i remember now yeah <laughs> okay so we have we basically got a golden ticket 
Maybe we do get dragged in eventually. I mean, unless something disrupts it first, yeah. Can I do anything with the... As I'm sliding... As it's as it's just about to go into view... Not while you're running backwards down the stairs, no. Because it's getting further and further away. You're getting further away. Yeah, but as it's just about to go out of view, it's just a little speck in my vision now. And I want to try and just have a little tinkle. Just a little tweak. So he's running fast downstairs backwards. In fairness, yeah. I mean... <laughs> It's probably only about three steps down. What, what is it you want to tweak, Tristan? I don't know. I just wanted to see if it's something that could be manipulated or if as soon as it's entwined with the antikythera, that's that's it. You you can't touch it. It's locked in stone. Like, it, it's out of the realms of control. I, or should I just leave it? I think we want this to happen. I, oh, we didn't I want to stop it. the people it. that we're opposing don't want it to happen. Yeah, okay, maybe I'll leave it. Maybe this is a pretty big power. If it's sucking in the harmony, maybe I... I don't want to suck off the harmony. <laughs> Unless you've been, been playing... <laughs> you've been playing the long game, you know. Yeah, that's fair. And, uh... Tristan, out! I give the peace signs as I slide out of you. <laughs> you see one of the people who was coming from the other government going, Damn you teens! I'll get you next time! <laughs> We're like, here's a gold for your trouble. Buy something nice. Whoosh, and I'll throw a handful of gold coins up the stairs. You'll have his eye out. Yeah, they'll fly into the Antikythera and they'll break <laughs> more windows. <laughs> Gatling gun effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every window on that building is now broken. <laughs> it's a self, self-paying self problem. There's a gold coin in the building now. Go and find it. Buy, your, buy yourself some new windows. Buy a new window. Yeah. Each window costs a gold. Well, there aren't half gold, so what are you going to do? <laughs> when you get to the bottom of the stairs, you find yourselves on these kind of bare rocks. And now this is just like a rocky headland. There's a few plants at the level you're, you're at, but not that many because it's very dry and there's, there's not much for them to grow on. You can hear the sea rushing at the foot of the headland. And ahead of you is the Lighthouse Temple, which is like a lot of temples it has a hexagonal shape it's maybe more of a tower than usual and at the top of it is this big roofed beacon that the priests light when bad weather is incoming and there's a stairway right around the outside that carries up to there and then there's a little doorway around on the right from where you are that leads into a small hall into the main building of the temple so, as you're approaching that, what are you doing? Running up the stairs backwards. Okay, cool. Enigma <laughs> runs up the stairs backwards. It seems pretty quiet. There's wood and oil at the top for the beacon, but it's not lit. The weather's pretty good, and there's no one around there. But you are quite you are quite tired because you've just run up the stairs backwards. What's the view like from the top? From the top, you can see right out across the sea into kind of a pale haze. You can see the rocks that go north of Arishar and then there's kind of various reefs further north. It's actually a surprisingly long journey from one side of the city to the other by boat. You can see these reefs and then it, the sea vanishes into a haze. I'll put my hands up. On? on. You put your hands on. Put your hands on. Oh, and nice. beyond that, around the other directions, you see the haze both to the east and west of here is ocean you have sailed to the east you got caught not far away in tangling weed although it wasn't so much of a problem for you as it was for the rest of the crew we just chilled out and had cocktails or something great day that was nice yeah you had a lovely time can we see winkle on the distance (laughs) 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 behind you to the south you can see the kind of bowed wall of the city and the two towers of the government buildings on each side of the headland where they reach to the sea and on the outside those towers have pillars of black glass going down to the water but yes there's no one here you're kind of like at the top now so it's you've got a commanding view over the area presumably we've got to go through the door and down right yeah the dragon hole seems plausible certainly um the door appears to be locked Oh, not to the hawks. Ugh, kick! <laughs> oh, I just thought we'd give up and go on. As soon as you kick it... Hey, I can pick a lock. Too late. You I can don't... pick a load, you can pick a lock. 
Uh, as soon as you kick it, the lock just drops off and the door swings open. There we go. I can pick locks too. I want that one. I'll hand the lock to Enigma. There you go. You find yourselves in this little hallway with benches along the side and another door in front of you. It doesn't look well kept. There's like graffiti on the walls. The benches are scratched up. It doesn't look like people come in here very often. What does the graffiti say? Kristen was here. It's crudely drawn penises all over it. There is a certain amount of that. Dandy forever. There's various, there's criticism of Glowed. There's... Oh, Glowed. <laughs> yeah, there's various names of perhaps bards. There's some really old ones that mention like wild <gasps> oh, um, that have then like been scraped out long since. Ah, oh, fuck! I'm gonna start scratching hawks was here. <laughs> <laughs> but it it doesn't look particularly mystical from what you can tell. But that doesn't mean there isn't mystical stuff here. No, but the but the. The lock on the door that we just came through was intact. It seemed intact, but it dropped off the moment you actually shook the gate. I just check whether it was actually locked. Yeah, it wasn't locked. Right, okay. I see. I thought this was a sacred well, place. Why is this why is it like this? That was a perfectly good lock. People are scum. Well, I mean our first action was to boot the door yeah. in, so <laughs> I should tell you all you need to know about people, Adam. They're violent, <laughs> disruptive beings. <laughs> I mean, po possibly the only people on this continent that realise it's a sacred place is us, so we just smashed the shit out of the door the first moment we got. Yeah. You say we, I was going to pick it, but... You can pick the next one. Look, uh, we're breaking in either way. Come on. Tato potato. Yeah, but breaking can be more subtle. <laughs> but is the temple of a Kanye like this? Um, you can break into the next door. You cross the picket line. Right, Willich. All right, is the next door open? <laughs> <laughs> the next door is closed, but when you open it... Let's not smash this one. It's not locked. It's a big wooden door with the carved iron thing. When you open it, it's pretty dark in there. There's light from a couple of high windows that comes through in like sunlit beams and maybe a couple of cracks in the walls as well. But everything seems dusty. It doesn't seem like it's been used in a long time. The air has this slight dampness, but also a smoky scent in it, like a sweet, smoky smell, but slightly oversweet. Oh, like with those horrible vapes. Yeah, <laughs> a bit like that, yeah. Ah! Someone's got like strawberry shortcake flavour. <laughs> how well do you know? Smoke. Let me get my golden straw out. How, how familiar? How familiar is uh, Enigma with narcotics? Well, you know, I'm 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 someone who spent a lot of time hanging around in authentic bars, so I suppose I'd I'd recommend some of this. You were a poisoner at one point as well, weren't you? Oh, I might still be. It's hard to tell. So you might well still be. So. Yeah, I think you, and definitely Tristan, recommend this as the scent of chatterweed, which is a narcotic that is popular, relatively inexpensive, relatively mild, not that serious. Actually, given my hair, I probably yeah, like, got some of it hidden I'm... in my dreads. Yeah, I've just got a doobie <laughs> in my dreads. Basically, there's, there's some youths down here having a little smoky. Right. Weapons drawn, hawks. <laughs> it's killing time. As you come in, you see several figures emerge from behind some seats on one side and stand up. The first one to stand up is like really tall and skinny. They are wearing a really tight shirt with an upright collar, one very fine sleeve, one incredibly puffy sleeve, massive pantaloons, very long pointy shoes. They have hair undercut on one side, swept over the other, over their eye. So cool. And they are holding a small joint. And next to them is another much shorter, wider built youth. Again, the pantaloons. This one's wearing a leather jacket over their shirt with the upturned collars. Again, the pointy shoes. And all in all, there are five people here. You have entered the den of some teens. No! <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob. You there, don't move! This is a raid! We're in trouble, Hawks. <laughs> dangerous creatures of all. Pantaloon teens. Like, oh no, it's a dad squad. <laughs> hey! 
Down with the patriarchy, young people. Would a dad do this? Oh, and I'm going to slide my dagger into <laughs> one of their eyes. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? When Enigma's like, down with the patriarchy, they're like, oh, look, there's the cool aunt as well. Yeah! <laughs> oh, damn it! It's like being at work. Uh, not that cool, though. Kind of looks looks a bit try-hard to me, says the one in the biggest pantaloons of all. And like, hey, look, there's four of them. Look at them. They're like wannabe falcons. Oh, what are you, the Falcon. fake falcons? And then one of the others goes, hey, you're the hawks, <laughs> eh? <And> like, <laughs> Actually, I'm totally down with your new scene. I like, also have <laughs> pantaloons. Just chose not to wear them. Right. I'm going to get the closest one and slam him up against the wall. <laughs> They're like, so you like grab one and go to push him against the wall. They're like, what are you going to do, twig arms? You're going to, you're going to break your arms against me. Come on, granddad, let me down. <laughs> I'm just going to slam him, grab him by the collar, slam him back against the wall and be like, listen, you little shit. You don't want none of this trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to th throw him. I'm going to snigger. <laughs> Uh, twig arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, give me a defy danger on strength, Tristan, for this strong show of power. I'm taking the littlest one. <laughs> uh, my body is a weapon, so I'll be using dexterity. No, this is strength because you're physically lifting someone up. Fine. <laughs> Let's see what twig arms can do with his minus one. <laughs> Come on, twig arms! I'm going to bunch my muscles as much as I can and really <laughs> try and lift him up. And his feet just go up to his tiptoes <laughs> and his heels raise off the ground and down again. Yeah, it's like, do you want me to jump, Twiggy? Do you want me to jump? No, I want you to die! Stab, 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 stab. <laughs> Fine, like, I'll even be. You should have left it to your, your friend there, who looks just like the wrestler, Hoagie Hulkin. Yeah, Percy, smack him in. <laughs> Do him in. Oh, 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 lads, we've had a lot of fun. <laughs> no, Percy. <laughs> You're very funny. Off you go now. Off you run. Me and Enigma are like, no, that's not... That's not the way to handle you. I, th I think your mum's calling. <laughs> I think dinner might be on the table. Off you go. It's like, they're like, oh no. Granddad Hoagie's telling us what to do. <laughs> Poor old lad, he, think, he still thinks he's the boss like he was in the old days. Back when he was big in the ring. You've had three too many comebacks. No, Hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you, you kids, eh? You, you're real cards. <laughs> And, and then Adam, show him your gun. One of them points out. Adam is like, "Careful, lads! This one's real edgy. <laughs> Look how edgy he is. Oh, I could be edgy too. Like, <laughs> like, what well, is wearing like a little hat? Starts pulling the brim down as close as he can to his eyes. He's like, I'm edgy. <laughs> I'm edgy too. <laughs> what do you reckon, Glode? <laughs> and Glode's like, very edgy. Very edgy nibble. Nibble <laughs> <laughs> and then the tallest one like takes a long drag off uh, off their chattery joints and is like, ah, wicked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to reach out and be like, um, give me a toke on one of your boots. <laughs> I'm authentic, don't you know? They're like, I, I think it might be a bit much for you, cool auntie. Oh, oh. Edgy? Mr. Edgy, did you call her Enigma? Uh, yeah. What's it to you, shitball? They all just start absolutely pissing themselves with laughter. Yeah, okay, like, right. Oh my god, Enigma! <laughs> Weak! What a stupid name. Guys, <laughs> you've got no defence about this. Yeah, okay, sorry guys. Turns out the dandy may have also done more harm than good. Like, ah, oh, the dandy. I remember when I was five and I thought the dandy was cool. And they just start, they're just rolling about laughing. Wait a minute. You uh, you guys don't like the dandy then? The dandy, he's like music for your gran. He's like oh, okay. the only people older than dandy fans are Tristan Wilde fans. I mean, I have been gone quite a while, so I might... Can uh... I just look around the room for a way... Out. Just 
Fucking shoot them, Adam. Shoot him in the foot or something. Don't shoot them, Dave. No, in the foot, Percy. <laughs> to be honest, with the pointiness of these shoes, it's very hard to see That's where the, the pointy foot shoes. Yeah. You could probably just like shoot their toe off and it'd be. It is, it is weird that these stupid looking idiots are giving us jip. <laughs> I know. We're the cool ones round here. We're the I don't cool understand ones, it. Damn it. We always have been. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I suppose you know a lot about fashion, do you? Dress like that. <laughs> oh, clearly. Percy, please, can we? No Look one at is... these trousers, straight up, straight oh. down. No, straight we, we up, can't. Straight we can't down. kill them. They're just, they're just idiots, aren't they? Look, um, straight up, straight Nibbler, down. Have you ever been further than this room? Nibble's like, further than this room. Yeah, you, you know we're. Yeah, I've been all the way to town. I've been all the way to town and back and here. Have you ever been smacked in the Have mouth? Have you ever descended further into this tower than than you are now? You you know what you stood on top of, right? What? Nah. <laughs> you, you don't know what you stood on top of? No, this is just where we come for a smoke. We just come for a smoke because oh. it's funny. Because they do the eyes thing. So good. Oh, my friend. Um, you are going to have an education today. <laughs> uh, you see, um, this is... This is all part of some kind of ancient working, um, and you are going to accompany us to the bottom yeah. of it as soon as you, you've sat down and taken the piss yeah. out of us. So, we are going to open your eyes and give you the kind of education that money could only dream of paying for. <laughs> right. Now. Glide's like, oh no, he's a tour guide. Stand in the corner and don't you dare leave this room. All right, everyone have a look around, see where the way down is. <laughs> everyone like, grab an oik. <laughs> Hawks, it's time to wrap up some shit bags. Glode <laughs> is like, oh no, Hoagie's become a tour guide. I don't think I want to take a guided tour of our own flipping gang house. That'd be ridiculous. This is bullshit. Gang house. Anyway, if there was some secret panel or hatch here, I think we'd have found it. Apart from, I have you looked cloud and cloud like now? Look. Uh, he takes another long drag and then starts giggling quietly to himself. I'm going to have a little look around the room. Yeah, okay. Uh, give me a discern realities. Ah, uh, full success. So, what do you want to know? Uh, what's here is not what it appears to be. Okay, to start with, the annoying teens are exactly what they appear to be. <laughs> they are annoying teens. The room is arranged like a fairly standard temple, except that, and this is not unfamiliar to you, the altar is way more central than it normally would be. It would normally be against the wall. This is way central in the middle of the room. Hmm. And you're like, oh, this reminds me a bit of somewhere. Yeah, is the altar like a, um, has it got a capstone on it? And is there a well underneath? When you give it a push, it does feel like it will move. It, it is like a car, a fairly solid carved stone block. Well, well, well. Probably naturally follows from that, but what here is useful or valuable to me? You you see the well. As you're doing that, the awful teens are like hanging out, giggling to themselves about something. And clad, the tall, lanky one, pantaloons of all, and the longest shoes, he takes a long draw of the joint and then leans back and looks up and then suddenly he snaps to attention and his eyes glow bright white and he goes when is the time of awakening and all the other teams absolutely piss themselves like he did the thing he did the thing hmm. who's really in control here that's a challenging question because mm. i think the teams have been here for a while but after a lot of sarcasm and a lot of just obnoxiousness. You managed to ascertain that this is one of the reasons they come here to smoke, is that they found out that sometimes you do the funny voice and eyes thing, but it seems to you that this is a power probably from beneath that is manifesting here. Oh shit. So you wonder whether this is Ramnilar. Yeah, yeah, wait, 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 wait. The dwarves like got power from the other dragon, didn't they? Yes, they do. Yeah, what it's called. Glow fire or something. Hallow fire. Uh, Hallow fire. Uh, this could be similar. They have secret smoking power? I just want to ask, Oi, Nobler, who do you listen to then? Who's the, <laughs> who's the hot new shit What's in the this new place? Sound? Yeah. It's not the important question right now. It is! <laughs> Shut up, Adam, otherwise I'll shoot you. Oh, wait, that's your thing. 
I'll have I'll have nibbles Whoa. beat you up. <laughs> nibbles like They're not on your if side. If you're not then. listening to Chimney Gut, you're nothing. Chimney Gut, got it. That is true. I loved their last album. I mean, you know, they're starting to sell out a bit, but I, I was into them before they were cool. I hope they don't <laughs> fall off the top of a building or have some other similar horrible accident within the next few days. <laughs> what are you going to look like with a chimney gut on you? <laughs> well, if it's not me or the, if it's not the dandy, I don't mind. One of the other kids is like, nah, bro, chimney gut is lame. It's all about Plex Nud. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. And they, they, they start arguing about <laughs> very It's all just noise to me. Oh, open your mind, Grandad. <laughs> <laughs> and all, all the teens in unison go, Open your mind, Grandad. <laughs> like, <laughs> See, they agree with me. Enigma, shut up, you're making it worse. Uh, what, what kind of music is it? Is it. Uh... She's, at the moment you say Enigma again, they just start losing it. They, every time they hear that name, they find it hilarious. I can't remember what the dandies' versions. Oh, yes, I can. Oh, <laughs> uh, we, we've all been there anyway continue with your questionings about universe and world changing powers i uh, no, i think that's that's the questions isn't it so um i'll try to push the cap off this well i'll help yeah so as you push it and it does that thing where it kind of grinds slides across sound effects very like uh Something from an Indiana Jones movie. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Indiana Jones music <laughs> plays. Oh, that sounds like uh, music, though. An eyeball <laughs> in my soup. I think that's how it goes. And so, yeah, you come push it clear, and sure enough, below it there is a ladder leading down into the ground beneath. Do we throw some kids in? I was going to say, can I step behind <laughs> one quietly and sneakily and be like, "Ever been thrown down a well, kid?" <laughs> <laughs> They turn around slowly and just blow smoke in your face. Nice. Free weed, nice. <laughs> uh, I'm so afraid of your edgy fierceness. I really want to sm either smack it out of his hand or take it and smoke it. <laughs> and then start choking. <laughs> They're like, we saw you trying to pick up Nibble earlier, mate. We don't think uh, we don't think you're a big threat. Go, uh, go down the fair. hole if you want to, big man. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So which one of you wants to go first? Yeah. Oh, no, this, this part... Your, your gang house, I assume you want to go down. This, you, this is our gang house, this bit. You can have the bit there. You can have this bit. Not how it works, Sunshine. I think they're scared. Yeah, so, well, listen, this is how it's going to work. I don't trust any of you lot um, to be left up <gasps> on top. So either you're going to piss off or you're coming down the hole with us. They're like, so, um, what's your choice? One of them carved leans over cautiously and peers down into the completely black hole. Kick him, Percy, kick him! And it goes, I've got, I've got an idea, guys. Uh, cheese it! And they just all scamper for the door as fast as they can. <laughs> and then, like, after two steps, they realise that looks ridiculous in massive pantaloons and kind of slow it to a <laughs> brisk saunter. But they're still making their way out as quickly as they can. Uh, I'll just call after this. Oh, lads, can any of you lot fight? Uh, well, we prefer not to, honestly. We're more about peace, not war, you know. We're about turning enemies into friends. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, now, li listen to me. Learn to fight. You're going to need it soon. <laughs> Off you go. And then I'll throw a dagger in the back of one of them. That's an exclamation point. <laughs> love how Tristan's alignment is turn an enemy into a friend. Oh. And his uh, immediate action is to try and threaten and murder everyone he meets. That's how you turn them into a friend. Yeah. You just need to hang out with a necromancer and you get like, get like a twofer. <laughs> it's just a kid you haven't killed yet. In Sakavalon, we nurture our adolescents, you know, they don't understand. That's why we let them live, to be honest with you. Growing up in the world and, you know. Yeah, but in the land of the dead, how many adolescents do you get? <laughs> I, thought, it, I thought I was fairly yeah, nurturing. We didn't kill them, we didn't hurt them. Yeah, I tried to get on site. They mocked us and we let them live. No one mocks us and lets us live. Wait. Yeah, offered to um, allow them to accompany us on adventures and gave them some good advice for uh, their imminent future. <laughs> <laughs> Practical use to society, so uh, well, I think that's that's pretty 
Anyway. But you remember what it was like to, you know, be a teenager. Honestly, and... I don't have a great track record of, um, of supervising kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, had, I, mean, I had to bury my father in a river when I was an adolescent, so mm. kind of tainted my teenage years. You're such a downer sometimes. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Okay. So, do you make your way down into this? Yeah, let's head on down the hole. Dungeon crawl. Dungeon crawl. Ladies first. Kick Enigma down the well. <laughs> Don't even use a ladder. Just gonna do that thing that we did last time. Yeah. Love a well. Well, well, well. You just dive straight in. And it's very like below the temple at Keltepe. Except that here, where the wood was broken below the ladder, here it comes down to a flat floor. There isn't the crypt off to the side. This is just a hexagonal floor with a large trapdoor in it. And when you open the trapdoor, it opens to a vast abyss. And you can see lights shining far below. This carves spread and pattern of lights in every direction in kind of little squares and bunches and shapes. It's almost like the night sky, but it looks more orderly. <laughs> what do you do? We'll have a quick matrix vision look down the well, to be fair, before we go all into the whatever we're looking at. Okay, so with your matrix vision, it becomes a bit clearer because it's mostly dark, but you can definitely make out, it looks like you are above a city. Is it gonna be kobolds again? Bloody little boots. You don't know. I mean, okay, I just tell the crew, yeah, it looks like we're above a city. Not going to be bloody kobolds again, is it? To be honest, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> What's a kobold? Well, they're quite sad little fellas. I was just blue. thinking of that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll let Enigma have it. Thank you. I'm going to take a handful of gold coins and drop them and see what happens. You could have just dropped stones. Yeah, but we've got 2,000 gold every time I cast a spell. We've got to start spending it. <laughs> Just getting too heavy. My pockets are so full of gold now. I'm actually, that's why I couldn't carry that person because I've got gold sewed into my clothes now. <laughs> couldn't Sorrow have a bit of a fly round? Oh yeah, you could send Sorrow down. This would be a great opportunity. He seems like an ideal person to do it because he doesn't have to rely on ladders. Yeah, yeah. So you send Sorrow down into the darkness. Which, you know, sorry is a magpie rather than owl, so they're a little uncertain, but you explain that you think it's... He eats a lot of carrots. ...safe, you just need them to know. Seeing through their eyes, it's like you're looking through the ceiling of a room, and as you look down, you see tall buildings, well-constructed out of stone, like ziggurats and square-built structures in this wide, arching cavern, and... As they get a little lower, you can see lights moving among them and along them. And you realise this is a dwarven city. I fucking knew it. I didn't say it, but I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Happy for you. I was thinking that. And as soon as you said ziggurat, I thought, oh, dwarvies. Yeah, you kind of appreciate, though Sorrow doesn't really, because they're a magpie, that this is probably a city within Mologorok. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, wait. We're going to have to pretend you're a bloody princess again, aren't we, Enigma? Yeah! I love pretending I'm a princess. <laughs> love pretending you're a princess. Yeah, imagine if I really was. Sure, that would be crazy, wouldn't it? <laughs> Shirk are your responsibilities to lead the people in times of war. <laughs> One thing that you do notice, Enigma, is that below you directly is a massive ziggurat-style building a big stepped pyramid which is the largest building around as sorrow circles round and inspects it Anna, i wonder under which building the dragon could be yeah <laughs> we'll never know back to the surface lads it's next door <laughs> don't know here next door <laughs> oh, no i'd forgotten about that characteristic of the course, <laughs> in your opinion so sorrow carves swoops back up and lands on your shoulders and seems a little unsettled by the dark flying but is happy to have been useful good work sorrow starts preening your dreadlocks a little thank you before he disappears until we remember him next time yep <laughs> shush <laughs> just fades well, i've got so many dreadlocks that he basically has a nest in them 
I'm like that woman <laughs> that was in The Guardian about having kept a bird in her hair, only I've got dreadlocks and a magpie, so I'm cooler. <laughs> so, you can see the city, you can't see an obvious way down, but you've got a good idea where the dragon is. Where do you go from here? Got a rope, but that's probably not long enough. We've probably got a lot of ropes. Don't, didn't we used to have grapples? I can semi-fly with my clothes. You could, before you destroyed them, yes. <laughs> I didn't destroy them, I fixed them. You described how you ripped them to shreds. <laughs> the fiction is the fact, Tristan Wilde. Why did we want to get to the dragon? I don't know. I guess we might. We've got to go and talk to the dwarves, haven't we? To at least warn them. Yeah. I think the plan was to sort of work out a way to keep the dragon safe from the drake eating its heart. Yeah. Did we not just want to confirm that it was still alive? Yeah, that too. We actually want to do something to it. I think we've confirmed it's alive. It's making stoners like eyes turn white and talk to us. <laughs> proof, if ever proof was needed. <laughs> Stoner teenagers. Proof, if proof be need be. I guess we just have to go and tell the dwarves to set up defensive positions. What is above us? The opposite of below us. <laughs> <laughs> above you is the lighthouse temple and the rocks at the headland. Yeah, so it's not necessarily, I don't know how easy it'll be for the drake to smash through the rocks. I mean, he seemed to manage it with the other one, didn't he? But did he or was it like down that big pit? So we didn't really have to do much to get in, did he? I don't think a tower is going to stop him. If he could break a building, he can get down to here. And from here, he can get down to beneath. Oh, we, yeah, you're right. We should probably talk to the dwarves, shouldn't we? You said if there's a third kind of if a loose now that means another dragon's gone right i don't know i don't know if that is how it works oh that's not a bad point actually maybe it is wait there are only five dragons and seven. Yeah, maybe you're right maybe as soon as the dragon's dead it releases enough uh, of the the seal that another one can slip through. i can always ask gamma thorax <laughs> that won't be necessary okay <laughs> just saying i don't have any spells that can can get us down there unfortunately I mean we could all just drop and I'll heal us if we survive <laughs> <laughs> we all kind of just land with broken bones uh, and then I'll whoever's got the most hit points is at the bottom oh. <laughs> parachute yell down at them oi dwarves I mean you haven't previously endeavoured any kind of signal so. <laughs> I, right, I'm going to drop, I'm going to throw the coins down as Enigma shouts, Oi, dwarves. Can we just write it on a piece of paper and get the magpie to deliver yeah, it? I was going to say, too late, I'm just hazing handfuls of gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping they pick up speed. Okay, uh, well, Tristan, mark down, uh, let's say, 100 gold off the gold <laughs> that you're carrying. I having I thrown this into the pit. I genuinely don't even know where it is. Let, gold is just a, a thing at this point. I don't think we, we never pay for anything. <laughs> gold is just nothing. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, 200 gold. I'll just cast a spell and be back up to. <laughs> I think what happens after a certain amount of Tristan throwing money down into this pit. <laughs> we could have come up with a better plan. But just... I came up with a better no. plan. <laughs> and Enigma shouting, Oi! 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 And there's just, what is going on? Where is this gold coming from? And what is that noise echoing around the top of our sea? Has anyone got a pen and paper? I think after a while of throwing this down, you hear like shouting from below as people realise it's raining money. That's told you it'd work. Like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, it, it's like you don't necessarily know quite what's happening, but there are definitely people down there running about. Make it rain, Mr. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> flicking coins up that style. <laughs> Wouldn't see Chimney Gut do this. <laughs> From further down in the streets, there's a lot of hubbub and you see lights around the area and shouting. Is it a riot? It's hard to know if you're starting a riot. Yeah. <laughs> I think we know. We're we know. pretty good at it. 
Is there a way that we can like attach Tristan to a rope so that we can make him like descend into this city from the ceiling? With like, gold scattering <laughs> down, down below it. Guitar. <laughs> it's like gold rains down. That's a good idea. And he's singing his top ten hits. Yeah. You could definitely do that, yes, because you have a rope. Yeah, but I'm going to get dangling like a Whoa. thousand feet from the floor. <laughs> You're still going to be very high up, yeah. but you will be like a glowing angel of light. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> And I'm sure they came to the concert last time, so they'll recognise you from then. This sounds like a great plan. So, what, you're, tie you're tying Tristan off. Yep. You're... <laughs> not, not that enigma, but it would be a good idea. It would be for the best, for everyone's sake. And Tristan, like, manifests his guitar. Yeah, we basically want to have Tristan make the, the greatest big stage entrance yeah. <laughs> of his career. Just with one huge booming power chord that has got every bit of magical manipulation I've ever done all in this one chord. Okay. I wanna I wanna shake and shat I wanna shatter every window in the city and shake the foundations <laughs> of every building. We have arrived! Because <laughs> it echoes across the heavens. The destruction of your world! <laughs> Fear our arrival! Give me a Defy Danger and Charisma and let's see if, <laughs> how this goes. Well, who knows how it's going to go. Could go either way. So I think we have this little moment of like Tristan being tied up and like get, getting his like the rope harnessed onto him. Just think it's panting. And then he's getting ready to go. Oh, oh yes. shit. It, it doesn't just shatter the windows, it shatters every stone in the city. <laughs> they just explode into dust and everything is just, the whole city is just leveled. <laughs> Tristan starts to descend and as he does, he begins to glow brighter and brighter and his guitar appears in his hands and he starts to play. What do you play, Tristan? I'm just playing... Let's try and think. I mean, would I have known? I'm going to rack my brains for any old dwarven legends I may have heard or like an old famous dwarven. Yeah, so you've probably heard a dwarven music when you're travelling with them. Yeah, like she was singing in her sleep. I don't know. It's quite underground. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, like that. I like that one. Uh, although I think they prefer rock. <laughs> Oh dear, it's a good one, it's a good one. So what we see is Tristan playing this, like a Tristan Wilde twist on this kind of old dwarven song that he learned. An old dwarven song about foreboding and... Yeah, yeah, like some no, song about foreboding and ancient prophecies. Yeah. And he's glowing with this bright light as he descends on the rope, but somehow the glow doesn't cover the rope. So it seems like he's just gliding from the sky. As he starts to sing, you hear from the temple below a chorus joining in. And then you see the hubbub below start to quiet down. And in the light that you're casting, you see expectant faces looking up, just all watching you. And you hear someone call out, As was foretold in the prophecy, and a pillar of glowing crystal God, rises it. to meet your feet Ooh. <laughs> from the centre of the temple. And Tristan stands on this perfect crystal pillar, guitar in hand, reflected through it and above it as his music <laughs> sings across the city. <laughs> Dream. And I, well, he just rolled 15 on charisma. Yeah, you, can, get you cannot roll higher in no. this game. Yeah, that that is. I've never rolled a 15. That is the first time I've rolled a 15. A lot of 14s. And, 
Yeah, no, this is this is a twelve plus three. It's it's wow. it's insane. So yeah, turns I out think there's this no is... Enigma royalty. I'm the god now. What? <laughs> <laughs> I so I think this is uh, where we'll close off for this week. Anyway, I was Tristan also thinking his... maybe they were all. It was like um, they were so keen to get to me. It was like in um, uh, Zombieland, not Zombieland, uh, World War Z, where the zombies were all crawling over each other to get up the wall. <laughs> the dwarves start doing that. So there's a pile of dwarves. Then the hawks descend and we walk down the dwarves. <laughs> Amazing. Wild mania. Old war so, wild. Yeah. Old war wild. <laughs> I own a goddamn bell tent. I took a bell tent to a boutique um, nice, festival. I'm that person. And into the glorious city of the north. Look how big my knee looks. Look at the knees on that. When we talk about oh, knees, his knees out. Out. Shit, he's got two. <laughs> all right, all right. He's got two knees. <laughs> really big knees here. Thought I'd do a bit of a promotion on the podcast. Knees. You need your knees enlarged? Come to me, Billy Big Knees. <laughs> <laughs> the union's on strike. It's tough. <laughs> so tough. About to sell my uh, knees down the docks. <laughs> <laughs> so, where was I before the knees happened? Apologies, my knees are pretty big. Sundials that are spinning around. I found a picture. I'm putting it in in WhatsApp right now. That's an Antikythera. I mean, I could have just Googled it, but okay, I'll just... Everyone go for your phones mid-recording session, quick. <laughs> well, I'll probably have to switch for my phone at some point. It, my computer was. You can get WhatsApp that's, on your computers. That's probably the worst example you could have sent of it, really. Yeah, but that's a real one. That's like one they dug 3D. up from somewhere and is actually like counting down to the apocalypse or something. That actually is. Yeah, there is the Antikythera. That is the Antikythera, Alison. Yeah. Um, Wins it. Stupid fat hawks. <laughs> <laughs> Are you only dreaming? <laughs> or is this burning the flame eternal? That we have all, I'm not confusing it with something else. Have we seen black glass in weapon form? I don't think so. No, I wasn't sure if that's how we fought something or if I'm basically just thinking of the Game of Thrones. I think you're thinking of Game of Thrones. Visibly, as I do steal from other yeah. fiction. We, we can edit that out because I was yet. like, I feel like I'm thinking of the dragon glass thing, but I don't know. And far away were the White Walkers yeah, uh... coming over the sea in their little boat. <laughs> whilst we're editing... Whilst we're editing stuff out, why are we here? Why are we here? Yeah. I was, I was dragon, just you were waiting for the dragon. Right? Presumably, yeah, the we've dragon got to go through the door and the down. Beneath. Yeah, why were we looking for the dragon? Algarok. I'm already regretting that name. Um, what do you play, Tristan? Three blind mice. Three blind mice. <laughs> 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 <laugh